good training recaps, and now we're going to jump into the, what do we call it, summer body prep? Yes, summer body prep. All right, I like it. So I think there's a couple different uh, aspects you should definitely focus on, and I think for anything when you're trying to maybe, you know, tighten it up a little bit, get, get things tight. Uh, so think definitely got to focus on nutrition, obviously exercise, and I think uh, another good one where it's kind of will help uh, sustainability where, you know, not only just get ready for summer, but get ready for the rest of the year and the following year is maybe like some uh, self-care practices. So, and I mean, obviously, we I think nutrition and, and exercise can fall under self-care, but it's a little bit more, I think self-care is probably a little bit more intricate than that. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Before you guys know it, summer will be here. That means we could all get a chance to get outdoors a little bit more so than uh, probably now for our northern, our friends in the northern states. So we are going to share some methods to help you get ready to travel and go outside for those outdoor activities that you'll be doing this summer. Essentially, this is like your summer body prep episode. I like that. Summer body prep episode. Because we know that not everybody maybe has been putting their bodies at the forefront of their focus. And yet the layers are going to start coming off. You're Mm going to start seeing all those beach body type articles. Right. So we've got some useful, realistic, and absolutely like executable tips right. to get you started and onto a good path. I agree. For your summer body. Yeah, prep. plus people are coming down to Florida now. It's true. So, <laughs> so they probably already need that, so that summer body ready. So before we do that, we just want to thank you guys for tuning in this week and every week and, of course, sharing the podcast with a friend. That is so necessary, guys, for you guys. Just And it's so easy to do. All you got to do is just copy a link. Uh, copy the link of this episode and send it to a friend. You can text it to a friend. You can share the link uh, via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's so easy to do, folks. So please keep it up, and we do appreciate it. And don't forget, if you've already shared a link uh, and haven't done a rating review, why don't you do that for us also and really hit the old trifecta of ATF uh Spreading of the good word. Yeah. About the ADF podcast. The love. Mm-hmm. All the love. Training recap. Would you like me to go or would you like you to go? You can go. I can go first. Well, I'm pretty excited because I've had another good week of workouts. I actually had two Pelotons, two kettlebells, and a I think I did a shadow boxing workout this week with some miniband works. I actually, I could tell a minibands might be something that you hear about later. Um, I was doing some squat walks with the minivan around my, right below my knees, and uh, I got a nice little uh, uh, blister there, so it uh, made me feel, I don't know, a little bit of badge, badge of honor for me. 
<laughs> you know, I know it's weird, but hey, it's me, and I'm weird. Uh, so it was a great week, five workouts in a row, um, and uh, also it was going into my stretching and uh, massage gun therapy session. Like I had no real ailments, just kind of like muscle fatigue. So it was kind of, I don't know about nice, you know, I've been dealing with like kind of like little twinges here or kind of uh, some uh, more so than just regular muscle soreness pains uh, over the last few weeks. But now uh, I've uh, knock on wood felt good the last couple of weeks and uh, everything feels Feels in tip-top shape, and uh, we'll get back on the uh, start day. Start from day one, Monday, usually my day one, and I take the weekends off as of right now. So day one starts tomorrow for me, and get back onto another week of five workouts. What about you? Well, I started the week off with some intense back pain Ooh. and like tension to the point where. I got, um, I got like vertigo, mm-hmm. or you know, feel like the room is spinning from under your feet. Um, so that sort of slowed me down at the beginning of the week, but I did focus on doing some yoga. Um, to help just kind of stretch out my back and my neck and did that actually a couple times on Tuesday and Monday and then I got in um, I did get in a Peloton workout uh, this week actually two Peloton workouts and I was gonna get a third but I woke up and uh, yeah. I missed it so I still feel like I had a good week because I just focused on, you know, kind of being there for my body and what I needed, uh, even if it wasn't necessarily like a ton of um, high intensity workouts, which was my plan this week. Mm -hmm. So at this point, I feel pretty good. And I know that I'm hoping if I, if I'm feeling good, they'll put some hit workouts in there and get back on the bike this week and keep it going this week so yeah one of your bike rides was like 45 minutes or an yeah. hour or so i know you talked about what yep. the, is it a power zone or a, what do they call it sweat steady sweat steady a, that's right yep that's my one of my favorites uh-huh. jess king she does these amazing sweat steady workouts i know some of the other instructors do them too but it's essentially like high intensity, no breaks, just full on for probably about like 30 minutes. And then you get a little tiny breather and then you, you go again for like another eight minutes and then you like cool down. But it's just, it's almost all high intensity uh-huh. and it is a butt kicker for sure. It's, I mean, it's the kind of workout that it's all mind over body really because most of the time your body's saying i just want to stop i just want to slow down and you just have to power through the shit shift that's Mm -hmm. what jess king calls it so the sweat steady workout is where you encounter the shit shift what does she call what did she say you said she had some good saying 
about something about tequila. Oh, yeah. She started the ride off by saying, I'm not here to be everyone's cup of tea. I'm here to be your shot of tequila. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to put that on a bumper sticker and just like make that my motto. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not actually that way. But I just I admired that so much. And I loved that so much. Just to say, like, you don't have to be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah. You can be a shot of something. <laughs> I'm also a fan of Just King. So. Yeah. Yep. She's pretty much amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that was that was all good. Nice. Good training recaps. And now we're going to jump into the, what do we call it? Summer body prep? Yes. Summer body prep. All right. I like it. So I think there's a couple different uh, aspects you should definitely focus on. And I think for anything, when you're trying to maybe, you know, tighten it up a little bit, get, get things tight. Uh, so think definitely got to focus on nutrition, obviously exercise. And I think uh, another good one where it's kind of will help uh, sustainability where, you know, not only just get ready for summer but get ready for the rest of the year and the following year is maybe like some uh, self-care practices Mm -hmm. so and i mean obviously we i think nutrition and and exercise can fall under self-care but it's a little bit more i think self-care is probably a little bit more intricate than that how would you i know you have a good kind of definite i don't know about definition but you have a good handle on what self-care really entails yes i mean self-care isn't necessarily about just pampering yourself, but rather giving yourself the time and space and attention that you need for your your mind and emotional health as well as your physical. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's sometimes it can be as simple as a manicure, a mm-hmm. facial, something like that. Other times it's taking 20 minutes out of your day to sit in silence if your mind is racing. So it's it's something that it's not prescriptive. It's custom for you and it's meant to address what you really need in mm-hmm. a given time so that you're not overgiving of yourself. Yeah, so one way, I mean, it would morning ritual following the self-care or is that absolutely kind of a, yeah so <clears throat> i would say getting a good routine established to help you reach your goal of the summer body um i think that's a great way to start you know whether it be waking up early and exercising whether it be you know exercising after you get home from work set your routine and stick to it you know obviously have a, been able to pivot when you need to but try to maintain a good routine and I think another kind of some things you'd add to, add to your routine as far as nutrition-wise, and we're just going to be basic stuff. I don't think we get into the, the nuances about, you know, your macro breakdown or anything like that. But I think, obviously, people who are going out on, in the summer usually want to tighten it up a little bit, probably use a little, uh, lose some of that extra LBs they might have put on during uh, quarantine or su- or winter break, I should say. I like um, to call it the squish. There we go. It's like the, squish. the squish factor. Like, it it doesn't mean you're out to drop like mm-hmm. every pound, but it's just you know you feel it. It's like it's the little kind of soft edges that you feel 
have have come upon you right. over the course of a winter. Right. Yeah. So my first suggestion, these are going to be pretty broad, uh, but I would say cut out um, really sugar sweetened beverages, um, whether it be soda, juice, you know, sometimes uh, obviously juice, are not always, no, or sometimes no sugar added, but um, so soda, juice, anything else where you have lots of uh, sugar, maybe probably energy drinks that have sugar in it, you know, uh, I think that's a good way to minimize calories uh, to kind of subtract that from your overall caloric intake. Yeah. So that's my big, my uh, big suggestion. If you're trying to cut out calories, get rid of uh, sugar sweetened uh, beverages. So, I mean, another way of saying that is drink more water too. True. That's a sep- that's a separate tip, but right. yes, that yes. is that is a way to um, to cut down on sugary beverages for sure. I mean, that's how you talked about. I think it was last week's or maybe the week before. Your thing that got you pumped was a water bottle. Heck yeah. So, and I mean, it's funny because after you got it, I saw somebody out at the gym had it and I actually guilted one of my clients into getting a water bottle (laughs) because she was bringing all these little uh, plastic water bottles. Of course, I told her about a, you know, a recent podcast topic we talked about plastic bottles, but uh, she got a brand new big old uh, water bottle. So yeah, that's a good way to drinking more water helps you not only stay hydrated, but also helps you, which can help fuel workouts um, and also makes you less thirsty, i.e. or less opportunities to drink those sugar-sweetened beverages. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So as far as nutrition-wise, also another kind of broad topic that I, or a broad suggestion that I think is a good idea is probably try to increase the amount of times you cook at home. Whether, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully you're doing it multiple times a week. Maybe add two or three more times. Minimize that takeout. And not that you can't get healthy things while you're out and about. Or, you know, not that stuff you cook at home may necessarily be healthier than the food you get while you're out. It's just you have less control of what goes into the food you are eating when you're out, when you eat out. So you don't know what, how many, what kind of calorie count they put in the sauce or what it, what they're adding i mean coconut oil or how much coconut oil how much olive oil or i mean is there how much bacon is in that salad you know so mm. it's a it's a easier for you to control how many calories you take in if you're making the food yourself if you're kind of uh, and i know it's a little tedious but if once you get into a good routine maybe good some good rotation of meals I don't think it could be, it, it can definitely, it'll cut down on your time. Yes, meal prep is involved. That's another one. Uh, meal prep, cooking more meals at home, they kind of go hand in hand. So I think that's a, another part would be another broad suggestion on how to tighten things up for the summer beach bod or the summer bod. Yeah, and before you do any of that, very simple, just start tracking what you eat right. and paying attention to your portions because... Our society sort of brainwashes us as to what a portion is, but yet when you actually look at like a a nutrition label and you see what the intended portion size is and you see, you know, the macros for that, it's just vastly different. You know, even when I think I know or I can guess, most of the time I'm still overestimating. 
So it does pay before you think about anything else to just start holding yourself accountable for portions. And also a way to do that is to just track your food. Right. We always go back to that because it's so freaking effective. You don't know how much trouble you're in. You don't know how bad you are with your diet until you do a full audit. Kind of like getting your finances. Sure. Order. It's first step. So that would be my big kind of nutrition suggestion. And it's always my fallback when I'm starting to feel like things are out of control. It's mostly like I know all the right things I should right. be eating. I know it's just looking at what I'm actually eating, when I'm eating it, and how much, and then starting to hold myself accountable. And within a month, I can get myself back on track. Yep. Good suggestions. Like I said, I don't want to get too hung up in the nuances of nutrition because we could be here all day. So yeah. some general suggestions to really kind of start making some significant changes. And they don't, and I think they're pretty broad, So, but they are achievable also. So that's important because like, we want to get started today. So mm -hmm. let's move on to exercise. Yes. So my first kind of broad one, and I think we're going to get a little bit more specific than when it comes to exercise, but... Uh, just got to get into um, some low-impact low, low impact cardio. You got to start adding that into your routine. So whether it be walking, jogging, biking, you know, obviously we talk about the Peloton all the time. Jogging's not low-impact. Well, sorry, not low-impact is probably not the right word. Low-intensity. Low-intensity. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. Very good point. So low-intensity, so what we call type 2 cardio. So something where um, basically I always tell people the general kind of classification for type 2 um, would be if you were with somebody you can hold a conversation while you're exercising so that's different ranges for different people I mean it's different you know heart ranges for different people but that's kind of the general rule of thumb it's not specific but it's just general um, so you got to up that because you can help you burn some more fat um, and just lower longer getting your body in more of a, a calorie deficit is going to help you uh, lose more weight. So I think that's a great thing to add into uh, uh, exercise routine. Absolutely. So how about we just build you guys a little body weight workout that you can do to help you get that body tightened? Yeah. So first of all, uh, I suggest just basic warm-up stretches, kind of active stretches. Uh, a couple of my favorites to do, down dog, up dog, child's pose. Okay, I know this is all verbal, so people are gonna have to look all this up. But uh, down dog, up dog, down, uh, down dog, up dog, child's pose. Those are my favorites. Open book, it's a, a, a upper back stretch. Uh, and then a glute stretch, which is called dead pigeon. I've actually heard it called dead pigeon before. Um, and then, the other one was face down, shoulder cars. It probably means nothing to anybody, but some good active stretches to help you get warmed up for a body weight exercise or a body weight workout, mm -hmm. which we're going to share with you right now. Okay. So I know you had a couple suggestions for some good compound movements that would help that should be included in all these body weight workouts or included in a body weight workout that really gives you maximize your time. Yeah. I'm going to start with probably everybody's least favorite, but it is one of the most impactful exercises 
that you can do for your full body, and that is a plank. Mm-hmm. plank. Good old-fashioned, like, just plank, straight arm plank. I mean, you can even do it on your elbows if yep. you really want. But um, it's just a, it done right. Like, just take the time. Google how you should be doing your plank. Get all of the, like, the cues and everything in. Making sure that you're really engaging your full core, lifting through your hips, engaging your thighs, like all the way down through your heels, and then really rotating those shoulders down and away from your ears so you're not creeping up and and making sure you have a nice straight spine, relaxed, neutral head. It's just, I mean, it's a magical pose. And you can be incredibly strong and not have a good plank. And plank is also going to be a great reset. It's like a great neutral exercise because it's also kind of putting all the checks and balances you find real fast where your body's out. You know, like where maybe some things like you feel a little ping here, you feel a little ding over here. It's a good one. Ping and a ding. That's right. Ping and a ding. All right. So I would say it suggests after the plank, great, great call, great overall isometric exercise, which are uh, don't get enough love, in my opinion. Uh, I would say the next one is the glute bridge. You guys hear me talk about how important the glutes are. Um, biggest muscle in your body, and you want them to be the strongest because not only do they look great during the summer, um, but they are actually very functional depending if you're playing sports during the summer. Maybe some sand volleyball. huh? So you're going to need those glutes. Go. So the glute bridge, as you can imagine, laying on your back, Feet flat, knees bent, and then you bridge, drive your heels into the ground, squeeze your cheeks, hold for anywhere for two to three seconds. And there's so many different variations. You got both feet down, one foot up, marching bridge, frog bridge. All of them are really good. I would go for a variety of them. Just don't just do one because they all help different aspects of your glutes and different parts of your glute. Mm-hmm. You got another one? Yes. Old school push-up. Push up, push it real good. Mm-hmm. Push up, I mean, push up slash press up, depending where you place your arms. Yeah. Um, there is actually a difference, folks, in terms of press up being closer to your body and a push up being more kind of like shoulder, shoulder width, a little higher up, and your arms are spread out a little wider. But whether you're doing push up, press up, you can alternate between them. There's a thousand different variations. Right. It is one of those exercises that if you do them every day and you build, you will see progress. Uh-huh. And it's, I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. You can, do ver- you can do variations, drop your knees, really focus on just having a, a clean line from your knees through your crown of your head. That can be fine. You can go really advanced and do kind of like the reptile push-ups where you're bringing like your left knee to meet your left elbow as you push down. I mean, it's there's so much you can do with it. So right. in terms of no matter where you are, there's a there's a variation for you. I think it's it's so good and it's great for your core and it is seriously intense on your on your arms without putting pressure, I feel like on some of the places where we're more susceptible to injury like shoulders, neck, 
uh -huh. things like that. Right. So. Yeah, another good suggestion too, if you're kind of need a modification, if you're not quite, you know, full hands and feet on the ground, elevating your hands is a good way to modify it. Like Shannon mentioned about with going to your knees mm -hmm. too, you can actually elevate your hands, which helps take some of the tension off to help you kind of, uh, Work up to the, the weight. Yes, work out. You're not going full on. Work up to the, uh, the full old school push up. All right, my next suggestion for a uh, uh, body weight exercise would be the side lane hip raise. So basically, this is now you can do a couple modifications. Side lane hip raise is you land on your side and you basically almost looks like a, a side plank, but your knees are bent in half. So your legs are bent, I should say. So you're almost planking on your knee and your elbow instead of your foot and your elbow. Yeah. So hips are off the ground, uh, this one, and you kind of raise your uh, top leg to the sky. But really good for your side glute and your obliques. I know you're trying to visualize it right now. Mm -hmm. You want me to show it to you right now? Okay, yeah. I'm going to show it to you. On the bed. Here I go. Here. Come on. Walk them through it. See? Like this. And then... So it's funny, there's kind of a um, Pilates move that's somewhat, well, you're lifting your hips more, but oh, yeah. it's called the clamshell Pilates yes. move. But if, oh, yeah. if you do the clamshell and then lift your hips while doing that, that's essentially what he just demonstrated. We, uh, we, the clamshell was going to be my modification suggestion. Oh, so how about look that? at that. Mm -hmm. So that's my suggestion um, for the other exercise. How about you bring it home with one more? I All think right. I know you, you. I remember you mentioning which one you were going to say. Hopefully, you're going to say it. I'm going to pull it. Oops, I just hit the microphone. Put it telepathically in your mind. <laughs> it's not working. If you get I it really wrong. feel like I'm off. Go for it. No, I don't know what you can do. It. Just you... say it. Just say it. What's the first know. thing that comes to mind? First thing that comes to mind. Go. Just, say it. I don't say know. It. I don't know. Just say it. Just say an exercise, bodyweight exercise. Well, it was going to be actually like a flow of exercises, but... Okay, fine. Do your flow of exercises. It was going to be warrior. Warrior like flow. Like a warrior flow. Like okay. a warrior to... to um, if anybody's done, kind of, you know, inhale your warrior back. So you kind of give your give your side a little break i mean there's there's a whole flow but basically anything in a warrior pose like warrior mm -hmm. two pose um is going to be a butt and thigh burner right because you're you're essentially holding a lunge for a while nice that's cool so what what was i supposed to say i thought you were going to say squat well, I yeah, this was this was my more interesting variation of doing something that was gonna. So if you can't do the warrior, go for the squat. But how about that, right? Yeah, squats are are my go-to because that'll be for the quads and you know and more butt. butt and yeah, core, lower body, legs yeah. all together. So we yeah, got you can plank. add weight. You can it is mm -hmm. another. I well yeah, I, maybe I take it back. The warrior might be a little bit. You have to have very specific steps for that. Right. Let's just go simple. Right. So plank. Squat. Push up. So you just rewind back to that part where you're like yeah, sending it I'm to I'll fix it in post. 
fixing the post. Uh, Squat. That's what. That's what we're saying. All right. So let's review. We got the plank. We got the push up. We got the glute bridge. We've got the side lane hip raise. And the squat. We've got the squat. Yeah. Sounds good. You guys do those five exercises. I think you're definitely going to get ready for the beach. Ready yeah. for summer. Yeah. And feel free. Like the, the biggest thing for <clears throat> the fitness exercises would be to... If it helps, track your fitness, like track your progress, but increase, like increase your reps and build on that so that you start tomorrow. Don't start out by doing, you know, like a half an hour of just all of these, these exercises back to back, you know, don't do a hit workout. That's insane. Start where you are right now. Like start with something modest that you know you can accomplish essentially every day right that's what i said that's the huge key is to get into a routine okay if you want to see results you have to do it over time and continue to do it okay and you gotta this push is, yourself exactly you can't you can't say oh i did 10 i'm good now let's let's not progress do progress i mean guys when you talk about built bodybuilders who put on muscle they do it through progressive overload so they constantly put their muscles uh, through stress in order to make them grow. So you're doing it with your own body weight. You do the same. Progress. Progressive overload. Okay? And keep consistent. So I think that's some pretty good suggestions on how to get summer body ready. Body summer ready? Summer Summer body ready. Body ready. Summer body ready. Summer body prep. Summer hyphen body ready. All right. Well... You know, I'm pretty pumped that summer's on its way. But you know what else I'm pumped for? What's got us pumped? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's right in the title. I so, was like, if I miss this one, I'm in trouble. So, I'm going to get fired. I know. I didn't have to say any <laughs> telepathic me- messages that time. All right. So since, <laughs> since I did the training recap first, you're going to get to go with the old what's got us pumped. Okay. Well, this week, my what's got me pumped is actually a food item. I don't think that I've talked about this before, but I've been using it for a while now. And it has really been a game changer. And it's maple sugar. Mm. It is a dry, crystallized sugar made from maple syrup. And it's amazing. Like... (laughs) I don't know if there's any other, you know, New Englanders or Canadians. I mean, I grew up going to maple farms. Like that was that was a weekend trip for us and it was amazing. You could see them with like, you know, the tr- little tap trees. You could get your maple candy. You could I mean, there was just endless things. I just think about Ross and friends. <laughs> oh, Some maple, maple candy. <laughs> You know, every single one of us made that mistake at least once where we just went OD on the maple candy. But I have used maple syrup, going back to real life, I've used maple syrup as a sweetener for like baking, cooking, 
for years. I love it. You know, I could actually eat it by the spoonful if you really, you know, if I needed to. Please don't. I I try not to, though. That is not on the summer prep. No, it's not. But it's, I love it that much. I love the flavor. Maple sugar is, it's just so much more versatile when you can't use a liquid. You know, not all recipes are going to call for a wet sugar. You need a dry sugar. You use like half the amount of refined white sugar and it's just as sweet because it's just such a pure sugar. And you get a little bit of hint of flavor. So like you don't even have to add a vanilla extract or some other kind of flavoring because it has just that little bit of maple flavoring still in it. So it's just it's just amazing. And we have with maple sugar and um, you know, honey, we have actually cut out white refined sugar from our cooking here in this house for the last five months. I mean, that's a really big feat considering what like white refined sugar goes into in the world, Uh you know, out in the world. And it was hard. Like I had to teach myself how to bake again, essentially. And I just, it, it's been such a great thing. It is a little bit pricier, but you use less of it. So I go through one small jar of it in probably the same amount of time I would have previously gone through a bag of sugar. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can buy it on Amazon. It's also something that's really convenient. I haven't found it really in a lot of grocery stores. I'm guessing probably like a specialty grocery store, maybe even a Whole Foods might have it. But, you know, like I said, getting it on Amazon is pretty much what I do. And yeah, it's it's just been a game changer. So it sounds like an odd, it sounds like an odd um, what's got me pumped, especially given today's theme. But it's a way to give up refined sugars. And if you're a person that's like, well, I still have a family I need to make things for, or it's just get get yourself off of refined sugars if you can't completely quit sugar altogether, and you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor because you just don't have to use nearly as much of it. So it's sort of like my, my bridge between, you know, the ideal of being sugar-free And then where most of us kind of start, which is over here in white refined sugar land. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. I'm glad you pumped. Hey, pun intended. See what I did there, guys? So what's got me pumped is a a brand new uh, purchase that I made. It is called the Webby Agility Trainer. It is a circular basically circular agility trainer. So uh, if anybody's aware of speed ladders, they're like these little kind of uh, plastic 
little devices you can stick out and people do a bunch of footwork drills usually see, they're like in football a, players doing this. yeah you see football players doing like just doing shuffle drills and um i want to do hopscotch through yeah hopscotch that's actually one of the movements um so uh they're usually a straight line they're linear so um you can only have a certain amount of stuff you can do now i actually purchased uh, a circular agility ladder so it's a big That's circle fun. and there are little tiny steps inside of the circle. Um, I bought it for my boxing clients because it's a great thing to work on footwork with the clients. Um, you know, the, one of the biggest components of really getting good at boxing is footwork. I mean, that was the thing that took me the longest to do when it came to martial it's arts. It's totally my least favorite thing. Boxing and kickboxing. All, yeah. Right, so this work. is a great tool that people can use to talk about where to place their feet, when to punch, and things like that, and how to move in a circular movement, going back and forth, and things like that. So just picture a big circle, and then a smaller circle inside of it, and then little quadrants every my probably every foot or so around the circle. So it's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited. It comes in on Wednesday, so um, I probably will be using it this week with my boxing client, and I'll let you know how it goes. When you showed me the picture, I was kind of hoping that, like, it was going to be like a dance dance revolution like foot pad and it was oh, going yeah. to like light up or something. That's probably a little beyond my price range, honestly. <laughs> so uh, I needed something transportable. So yeah. it's not like the, uh, the the piano in big or uh, our favorite the night before. Oh, so. yeah. All right, another great week and another good episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a rating and review. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to share the podcast with a friend. Let us know how you're doing on getting that summer body prepped. Indeed. Uh-huh. You got anything else for him? Nope, that's it for today. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.